Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. Yes, indeed, I am Cam Rogers. This is Lock It In, golf bets on us right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Follow us on Twitter, us being myself and Bridget Whalen, who is alongside as always. Get at me at Mr. Rogers 99 on Twitter and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget K. Whalen. This week we are talking about the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. We are flaming hot right now, ladies and gentlemen. And by we, I mean Bridget, two outrights <laughs> here in 2022. So we're continuing along here. I was pretty close last week with Will Zalatora. So Really excited to see what is in store for us here at the Monterey Peninsula, AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Of course, all the odds that you hear on this show are courtesy of Bet Online. And let's make sure I'm reading from the right script here. There we go. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website. Sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code BLEAV to get started. Not just football, by the way, as you know, golf, but of course, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. And of course, your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, where the game starts. Appreciate them for being a sponsor here on the show. Bridget, how are you? How was your weekend? I'm sure it was very celebratory, if you will. Very celebratory. That was so exciting. I would just like to mention I also had Will Zalatoris, so mm-hmm. that playoff, I had both those guys, so I was winning no matter what. It was like... Yeah, for me, it was shade. just damage control, right? <laughs> like, fine, I'll be equal with Bridget, but we can't have Luke winning, and that'll be all <laughs> he won. I mean... I- I honestly, when I was doing the homework last week, I really did have strong confidence in Luke List, like, like very, very strong with the stats that I pulled. I just, I was like, it's this guy's week. And it didn't really make sense. He's never won before 37 years old. Just think about that. Like that's a journeyman. Um, and just so happy for him. Awesome. Awesome for Luke and awesome for me. (laughs) That was a good setup for him to win at power distance off the tee good ball striker just be okay with that putter and you yeah know. just be okay and yeah. really like that was the whole field and that's why I said it It sort of dropped the field back not to his level he he does need some help in that area of his game because I think he could be lights out a little bit especially now that he's won he's gotten like that first win which People always say like the second one is harder, which I really don't understand. I, I guess like in some semblance it is, 
to me, I think there's so much power in getting that first victory. So I just think the confidence builder for him, if he could rein in that putter, I, I really do see Luke List being a name that we hear a lot more often. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he's a guy who has popped up at major championship leaderboards before, right? So, you know, obviously a guy who is not scared of the big stage. Let's talk about this week. AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Patrick Cantlay headlining the field. He is 7-1 to one as the favorite here. Of course, we are still in rotation season. So we're playing Pebble Beach, Spyglass Hill, and the Shore Course at Monterey Peninsula Country Club in the first three rounds, 54-hole cut. And then on Sunday, we wrap it up with Pebble Beach. So relatively easy golf courses off the tee with little penalty when missing the fairway. One of the more difficult rotation of golf courses in terms of putting from 15 feet and in three putt percentage is higher at this event. Pebble Beach is annually the course with the shortest average drive on tour, by the way. You have to really pick your spots off the tee. But I think this is going back to somewhat of a volatile event, Bridget, when you talk about the American Express and that course rotation. Kind of similar here when you have long shots like Ted Potter Jr. and Vaughn Taylor winning here. This could come <laughs> down to another putting contest. Probably a good thing John Rahm isn't playing. <laughs> I really dislike this week. I love Pebble Beach. But I just think the viewing of this tournament is the worst. Keep in mind, they typically don't have shot link or cameras on the other two courses. So like if something goes down over there, you're kind of just like, are we going to see it? I know that they revert back if it's like featured groups or, you know, someone of note, but I just feel like the coverage of this is yeah. just like God awful. It's, it's awful. And the pro-am aspect just makes everything so slow. I feel like on Saturday, I see more swing breakdowns and celebrity interviews than actual golf. So the just the broadcast of this is not my favorite, although I do love Pebble. I love that area. I think Pebble Beach is probably my favorite course in the country. Just that is my vibe. That area is my vibe. Um, so that that's like the one shining light of this tournament. Yeah, the Saturday broadcast can be kind of corny, you know, breaking yes. down the celebrity swings. And everybody tries to be funny. And when you try to be funny, typically you're not. So it's just like... <laughs> Like Bill Murray, tone it down a little bit, my man. I mean, I know you get paid to be funny, but like, come on. But yeah, uh, so celebrities will be on hand. Darius Rucker, uh, Mia Hamm, Bill Murray, as I mentioned, Jake Owen, Josh wow. Allen. Uh, Jake Betts. Owen. Yeah, yeah. So those are some names you can expect. And then the usual guys, like the Family Feud guy will probably be there. What's his name? Escaping me. The old Family Feud guy. Uh It'll come to me. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. It's also the dog show guy. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he'll probably be him. there. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. I love him. He's cool. And uh, so we'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, it is an interesting and different viewing experience, but it only happens once a year. So you might as well take it all in here. Daniel Berger will defend his title. And Look, this is a guy who has been fantastic so far in this early going of the PGA Tour season. I talked about how this event can be conducive to long shots. Vaughn Taylor, Ted Potter, Nick Taylor back in 2020. Yep. They were way down the board, if you will, in the outright market. 
We are not on Jordan Spieth this week. What is one to do with Jordan Spieth, Bridget? He's coming off a missed cut, but he has really good course history here. Excellent course history. And I do think he could show up and play really well, obviously. He's just, I'm taking him off my radar. Just yeah. for just for a little bit. I'm taking a little break. I need a little break from Jordan Spieth. I think I have so much conviction and confidence in his evolution of this comeback because I do think it will culminate with another major championship I really do I, I don't know how long that's going to take he's on a he's definitely on a different timeline than I thought he was but it's working for him I'm just getting off of him on pebble I think I went with him last year here yeah and then actually. he kind of like popped off right yeah right this that was, was the like beginning. his yeah, this was yeah. like that weird time where it was like, is he every week? It was like, is he gonna win? Then we got to waste management and was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna win! Like that, that was wild. And I told you that started with bad play at Tory. Mm -hmm. I think like Tory, he, I don't know if he found something or like really kicked into gear. But after Tory, he kind of like went a little lights out last last season. Yeah, won the Valero Texas Open on his way. So, okay. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> down the board a little bit this week. I do have to stick with my guy, Will Zalatoris. Now his number is at 20 to 1. I wrote it down at 18 to 1. I'll keep it there. But I think a win is coming for him very, very soon. And he is not somebody, I think, who has trouble coming back from a tough defeat. I think he's somebody who rides that momentum, right? He's too young. He's too yeah. young to have trouble coming back from a, a playoff loss. Yeah. Also, I'm so nervous because I constantly think you're going to, you're going to mention the guy that I'm going with first. So I'm like, I have this like nervous energy where I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to be like, I'm building course, up right now. Bridget. I'm building up because you're red hot right now. The people need to <laughs> wait to hear your picks, but let's go back. Uh, take a look at the tally here in terms of the money. So Bridget won $1,300 last week off of 20 bucks on Luke list. So when you nail it outright in golf, it can be very favorable for you. So your total now, Bridget, $3,200 on I have the to year. say something yeah. in the words of Victor Hovland, who won this past weekend. Ka-ching. Yeah, exactly. Did he win in <laughs> Europe? Oh, I missed that. He did. All right. In a playoff. Wow. First, wow. first Blandy, who's like double his age, which is wild. Talk about I think I think Victor's a... 24 and he's 48. Sorry. Oh, I wow. Get that out there. No, please yeah. do. I was just going to say, in terms of a future play, I think putting some money down on Victor Hovland winning a major this year is probably a safe bet. I think he wins a major this year. So, which one? Which I one? I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I'll have to think about that one. I could see him winning okay. the Masters, honestly. All I right. could see him winning the PGA, which is weird. So, you're going yeah. Masters. I'm going PGA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Open, but. Again, have to kick it around a little bit more. All right. Well, let's talk about our outright selections here this week, Bridget. The floor is yours to sort of Ooh. rattle off your selections here. And you've got a nice blend of a favorite, some mid-tier guys, and one big bomb, if you will, at 125 <laughs> to one. Wow. Okay. If he's listening, you're not a big bomb. All right. Here we go. I'm getting on the train. This is what I've been nervous energy about for however long we've been recording. Jason Day. Wow. The <laughs> I'm getting on the train. The rejuvenated Jason Day, who somehow has never won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, but he's played well here every time. 
making the cut in every try, which I believe is a dozen. So whether he's playing at his best, like world number one, or he's struggling, I feel like he just annually shows up here, right? Mm -hmm. Like he, he just constantly shows up and has like mind boggling performances. He has eight top tens in the last seven starts. Um, his results, seventh, fourth, fourth, second, fifth, 11th, fourth. Like that's just wild. So beyond those cuts, his final round scoring average is just like filthy. Dylan Duchair from golf.com tweeted something this past weekend. It was a quote from Jason. I assume after, um, I, I assume it was taken on Saturday after the final round. That's what, I mean, he played into the final round. Like, he is on, we're, we're like on a Jason Day tear here. He's coming back, something is clicking. I'm gonna read you the quote. So the question started with, I was gonna say, you've had some dark times like these last few years or two. What does this do for you, like do for your head? Listen to Jason Day's response. Cause this is just like, I understand when you're a professional golfer, you just constantly have to have that optimistic POV where like, I'm going to come back like I'm the best. If you don't have that, what are you doing? Right? Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have that like trajectory type of thought, then like professional sports is probably not for you. Jason day in the quotes of Jason day. I know that I'm heading in the right direction. And I know that the work I've been putting into my game is starting to pay off. Obviously it wasn't, if it wasn't, I wouldn't be in that position. Meaning final round. He was in the, the final group in the final round. So I know that things are looking up. I've just got to really keep working hard. I'm in that stage of trying to, you know, make these things more concrete. And then if I can do that, I'll be in contention a lot more and my confidence comes back. Here is what Dylan DeChair highlighted, the like shining sentence, so to speak. Then when the confidence comes back, hopefully I win five, 10 times a year. Wow. 10 times a year. So think about like that mental state where you're in a position right now with your game where you can foresee winning 10 times in a single season. Like that's just wild to have that sort of mental fortitude. Just think about everything that Jason Day has sort of incurred over the past few years. He was world number one when he was Jason Day on top of the world, like nobody was better. So I just got to go with him. When I looked at Bet Online, he was twenty-two to one. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he is now. So yeah, he's a a, a quote-unquote semblance of a favorite. But I, I'm getting on the Jason Day train. Starts now. Yeah. Wow. What a quote. And it's hard to shy away from something like that, right? I mean, twenty-two to one, though. Man, you did not see that coming anytime soon with Jason Day, somebody whose game was really broken for a while, and then obviously played well last week. Good course history here this week. Great driver of the golf ball, always has been, and always has been a pretty solid putter too. It's always been that iron game that has let him down, yep. but we'll see what yep. happens this week. And hey, why not? Pretty good number there overall, because I think Jordan Spieth is like right around there and he's probably playing worse than Jason Day right now. So there you go. All right, very cool. What do you got next? <laughs> Mito Pereira. Now this like guy, he was, he was the chic pick like of the fall, right? Like he was everyone's yep. favorite to strike while the irons were hot and win at that next level. So while he hasn't played in this specific event before his third corn fairy tour win, 
came similarly at a pro-am event. So I think that that just suggests that he won't be sort of a fish out of water at this type of event. It, it won't distract him, so to speak. Um, and then there's this, like, which has proven to sort of be predictive of ways of finding winners over the first month of the year. So I'm going with it. So Hideki Matsuyama, who I did pick as an, as an outright, landed yep. him. He finished T13 in his first start of 2022. Then he won the next week's event. So that was his second start. Hudson Swafford, he finished T48 in his first start, then won the next week. Luke List, who I also picked as my outright. Sorry, I had to get both outrights in there. He finished T22 before winning last week, last Saturday. So now we have Mito, who made his first appearance of the year at Tory. He finished T25. So my sort of method here is it makes sense as we're, I'm trying to like target not someone who's really playing that great, but also not playing third, like a third week in a row, nor contended really in their first start, but they didn't miss the cut. So that was a lot going on there, but I feel like it kind of bode well for me with the other two outrights. So Mito sort of fits that formula. And I just think that he's seventh um, in strokes gained approach, which I think should give him plenty of opportunities on this course, because really it's, it's not a bomber's paradise. Like the, the driving distance on this course is, is one of the lowest. Yep. So I like Mito. He's 40 to one, I believe. That was when I checked last night. You're starting to scare me with the confidence in your selections because I think another outright is coming for you. I don't <laughs> like this energy. You're making a I lot was of inspired. <laughs> I was inspired to do like a little more homework. I'm trying to be sharp. Like I'm trying to become that sort of betting maven. You've inspired me, Cam, as well. I'm getting, I'm getting just a bunch of inspiration. And I have to say when I hit or I nail an outright, makes me want to do a little more homework and, oh, yeah. and try to get up Keep get on this train yeah for absolutely sure. all right so jason day mito Pereira, and you have somebody at 50 to 1 here somebody who has played well at pebble many a times this man loves pebble kevin streelman he's yep. 50 to 1 which is wild so he's my he's my outright 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 kevin streelman is winning this event this week there's Your no question winner. in my mind he is my projected winner. Yes, these are all outrights. This is the outright I am weighing heavily. He loves this course. This course rewards experience. He is a veteran. He brings plenty of experience. He's been extremely successful on this course. He logged a T13 finish last year, a runner-up finish in 2020 the year before, and has finished T7 or better in each of his last three starts at Pebble Beach. So like prior to those, so like mm -hmm. the three before those. So that's just like peak performance here. I just want to give you one number, which I think is going to be very important this week. Now, he was 91st in total strokes gained at Monterey, fifth total strokes gained at um, Spyglass. But this is the important factor. Pebble is the important factor. He is first in strokes gained ball striking, which I just think is the biggest factor here. So Kevin Streelman, that number for me, he's first. He's first in my mind, 50 to one. Give me Kevin. Okay. First in ball striking, of course, is that combination of driving and approach games. So good stuff there for Kevin Streelman. I like this next one here. Somebody who I love watching on the PGA Tour and can come out of nowhere and win on a short golf course. Wow, you love watching this guy on the PGA Tour. May I ask why before we allude to who it is? 
Well, I know his swing coach very well. So okay, we're okay. on a texting knew- basis. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be some interesting yeah. personal factor <laughs> That's the tie-in. Yeah, he's not like an Adam Scott to look at, but right, right, right. <laughs> but he great guy, Stuart Singh. Great yeah. guy. Awesome guy, Stuart Singh, seventy to one. So. I'm trying to get on that long shot train. Luke List has inspired me to go that route. And I think that that just makes sense for these courses at the start of the season. I think this is where you you put, you put heavy weight into the long shots, right? Mm-hmm. So this was the first name and number that kind of like jumped off the page for me. Like age, who cares? He's shown us in the last year that he could still catch fire. He won two events last season, but... Keep in mind, it, it wasn't like boom or bust. It wasn't like, oh, he, he's missing cuts. He's missing cuts. Oh my gosh, he popped off and won. No, he was, he was very consistent. And then when the win came, sure, I think it was surprising only due to the age, like, which is a little strange because if you think about golf, it's not really an age-based sport. But I think just in our minds, we focus on the young bucks, the Victor Hovlins, the, the guys coming up, which again, sure, at some venues, but then maybe not Phil Mickelson. He, he was a PGA last year. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I understand the focus, which, which does make sense at a course at courses like the Rota this week. I think that Stuart, Stuart Singh from T to green, he's still one of the best in the world. Right. And if his putter gets hot this week, I think that, like you said, the three putt, putt average is a little higher. So I think with a weak field, with that factor, I could just see Stuart Singh winning this week I mean I'm not gonna count on on this bet but I think that it's it's worth it it's worth taking the shot yeah sink will make a many cuts in like finish t38 t42 and then he'll pop off on a golf right. course that fits him well rbc heritage something like this pebble beach so yeah no totally love that 70 to 1 why not and then you have a 125 to 1 long shot here Long shot. I love this guy, Joseph Bramlett. I want, I've wanted to pick him for the past couple of weeks and it just, it didn't make sense. It, or it did make sense. Other players just made more sense for me. So he's a San Jose native. This is his home. He'll have probably a lot of family members, friends out there cheering him on. I read an article about him talking about Pebble when he played um, the U.S. Open. And it just kind of struck me when someone has this much passion for a track, I just think no matter what, they show up and they play well. So he was asked what his favorite hole is. And typically people say the seventh, like that's just iconic. It's just a, a really beautiful hole. It's a cool hole. He said, it's the par three fifth, which I was like, oh, I interesting. I had to go look it up. I had to check it out because I, I couldn't envision what it looked like. Um, it's an Oceanside hole. It was redesigned by Jack Nicholas 20 years ago. Want to know why it's his favorite hole? And this is why I'm going with him this week. Yeah. What do you got? In high school, he made his first ace there. Oh, okay. so like when, when a player has that type of connection to a course, I just, I, I like that vibe. Um, he, he said, it's kind of a sleeper hole. It doesn't get much attention, but it's, it's my favorite hole. And for that reason. So this is kind of like that very special to me. I have to still go with an emotional pick. I'm getting into the stats, but I can't shy away from who I truly am. And it's going with someone from the heart. And that's Joseph Bramlett this week. 
125 to one to win this week. And hey, who says you can't get it done? All right, you have a bonus pick here. I do. This, this is bonus just for pick. Fun. This is just for fun. This is purely out of karma because he deserves it. He deserves to win here after last year. It's Russell Knox. If you remember last year in the final round, I mean, it was looking like he was probably going to get the W. And then he had some weird rule snafu. I think it occurred on the third hole, but he didn't actually incur the penalty into the fifth hole where his ball moved while his club was in the air. And it, it was deemed that some action of his probably caused it to move. And and sure enough, you you do get the the penalty if that is the case so this is purely out of he deserves to win here he deserves a little redemption from that that uh which is that is the game you know there are rules that you don't often like to have to abide by so i'm just adding him to my card just as a, a little bonus no yeah money. yeah no obviously there's a lot of logic to him this week as evidenced by him being in my outright card this week. So what I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares, representing an investment in art, from icons like Picasso, Monet, Warhol, I probably pronounced that wrong, and even greater art price outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR 2020 and 2021 from the sale of two paintings. How about that? This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Get priority access with their game day promo. Here's the deal. Go to masterworks.art/believe. That's masterworks.art/believe. See important disclosures at masterworks.io/disclaimer. All right, so we thank them for uh, being a sponsor here on the show. Let's get into my card here. I'm going to start with Russell Knox because you ended with him, Bridget. 55 to 1. Coastal, short golf courses, in windy conditions. That's Russell Knox's MO here. He's 5 for 8 with all three top 15s since 2018. So recent form, course history form there. Open 2022 with a T7 at Wiley. So I know I don't have to talk you into this one here at 55 to 1. <laughs> nope, I love him. Next up, I'm going Denny McCarthy at 70 to 1. All right. So finished T15 or better in four of his past five starts. Obviously, one of the elite putters on the PGA Tour. The one weakness in his game really is his driver. And that's not going to be a concern this week. Short golf course, it's more about placement off the tee. And even if you miss the fairways, not that penal. So I like Denny McCarthy here to perform well. And I think that's good value there at 70 to one. He's going to win at some point, in my opinion. It's funny going off the rules snafu. He had such a weird rules violation that I think he got the stroke back from waste management in 2019. Remember his caddy, they thought like his caddy was lining him up. Uh, but right. I, I do think that he that I think they gave it that I I don't think he was penalized in the end. 
70 to one for Denny, 55 to one for Russell. I'm going toward the top of the board here next. Will Zalatoris, 18 to one. I don't want to miss out on it, Bruce. <laughs> so I'm putting him down, beat the field by over three strokes ball striking last week. And like we talked about earlier, the playoff loss last week really isn't going to hurt him at all. Like you said, too young. I mean, he's firing on all cylinders, except for the putter. Let him down a little bit last week, but I think he can sort of find it this week, maybe. You know how putting can be volatile. So I like Will Zellatoris there at 18 to 1. Again, I don't want to miss out. He's so confident. The, the putter really does need to get hot. Yeah, yeah. Or field average, at least. All right, right. 28 to 1, Justin Rose. I did not foresee this happening for myself, but with his <laughs> performance last week, I mean, I'm sold. Gained 5.4 strokes on approach and has made the cut in eight straight PGA Tour starts. I did not know that for some reason. So he's making cuts. The approach game is getting hot. I would even argue this course is better for him than last week at Torrey Pines. 28 to 1, Justin Rose. Kind of like Jason Day, Bridget, I think we're headed into win territory for him again. And veteran knows this course. Yeah. I love Justin Rose. Justin Rose is always on my radar. He's actually one of my favorite players. I want to pick him a lot more times than I actually do. So I love this pick for this week. 28 to one to get it done this week. And then finally, Michael Thompson at 66 to one. I think a win is coming soon for this guy. Solid. T5 at the Sony, right? Great iron game at that tournament. T11 at Tory last week. Great around the green. Gained 5.2 strokes at that event so combination of good short game good iron game <laughs> happening short golf course i think that's more conducive to his style of play and at 66 to 1 i like that number a lot michael thompson and he's okay. alarmingly consistent yeah he missed the cut two weeks ago which was a little surprising especially after it the five at sony but it was that was the american express which really you can't predict that all ever <laughs> So, yeah, 66 to 1, Michael Thompson. So, Denny McCarthy, Russell Knox, Will Zalatoris, Justin Rose, Michael Thompson are my selections for Bridget. She has Jason Day, Mito Pereira, Kevin Streelman, Stuart Sink, Joseph Bramlett, and a bonus fun pick, Russell Knox. A bonus Knox. Yeah, exactly. But I have him <laughs> officially in my cards. So, there you go. 20 bucks on all of them. Same thing? I think so. I like that route. Okay. I'll do the same and we'll see what happens this week. Anything else for Pebble Beach? So I called my like outright, outright Shreelman, who is your yep. peak outright. My projected winner. Uh, I picked Will last week. Do I stick with him? I'll go Rose, my projected winner. Wow. Yeah, let's do it. Wow. We're going for like the old, the old vets, the better, yeah. the, the veterans we're yes. giving them all right give them the nod this week we got i mean lucas is like a quasi veteran right like that's horrible to say he's 37 but in the team of of the pga tour well I they're mean, only getting younger it's funny on the pga tour you can be a rookie at age 37 too right so it's fair very unique in that regard but yeah all right so there you have it folks That'll be it for Golf Bets on Us here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Appreciate you guys tuning into the show. Plenty more content coming your way this week. Of course, Super Bowl week next week. I will be busy. 
with plenty of fun interviews. So stay tuned for that. Of course, Bridget and I will break down the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Until then, shout out to Bet Online. Bridget, thank you. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I'll be at the Waste Management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.